Hello, dear listener, and welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jesse, as always. As always. Um, listeners, won't you join us for a little road trip? Yeah. If you can't already tell, if you don't hear the soothing road noise from my sweet uh, Hyundai Ionic. <laughs> Um, Is that maybe a bad idea to tell people what you drive? What I drive? <laughs> like, there's not... Yes, I drive the only Ionic. Hold on, let me get out and get her a license plate number yeah, for I, you. I'm getting given the VIN number. <laughs> I don't even know what color it is. It's silver. Oh, oh no! Uh, yeah, so... Um, we went to a con. Yeah. Uh, we are on our way home from... Uh, our first fan expo. Yeah, our very first fan expo. Um, fan expo St. Louis. Uh-huh. And this is our first time. When did we? Let's let's figure this out. I meant to do this before, but we're gonna have to do it. Our we'll last- do it live. Bill fucking <laughs> O'Reilly. Uh, our last Wizard World was in the uh, America Center there in St. Louis. And what year? And it was in 2019. Is that right? Yep. So three years ago. Baba Booey. I thought. So we've got a lot of we've got a lot of info. Yeah, and I don't I think this is the first one they've had. I don't know that did we miss one in there? No. I don't think so. I don't so think yeah, we I did. think this is I think the last Wizard World St. Louis we went to was the last yeah. Wizard World St. Louis. Yeah. Um someone correct us on that. We're not gonna look this Sometimes up. Sometimes we're wrong. Um Jesse, let's get into cocktail corner uh, before we get into the episode. We've got we've got corners first. Cocktail corner. Great. Um, we are driving, so we're not drinking Obviously, right now. Obviously, hopefully. Obviously, hopefully. I got a nice seat. Um, but you want to talk about a cocktail you had this weekend? Um, you I'm trying to think about if I even. I mostly drank Topo Chico hard <laughs> seltzer. Uh, I did and have a Ma- Malibu. Oh, and Malibu, which that's so weird. I think we got ease up on that Malibu. <laughs> it's so sticky. Yeah, it's pretty sticky. And it's, you gotta have a mixer for it. Yeah. I think we need to switch back to having something we don't need a mixer for. That's fair. Because I don't know about all this traveling with a big old can of pineapple juice. <laughs> if you haven't listened to our Indiana Comic Con, episode page filled up a bottle with Malibu and pineapple juice and it got all over my bag and then my bag smelled like wet dog vacation <laughs> so like a tea heat wet dog um so we have margaritas not, today yeah margarita is probably the best it mine was a fairly good margarita yeah no um and very good Mexican food yeah yeah we had some good food um you feeling curious about anything? Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. I am. It took me a minute to think of this one. All right. Uh, there was a panel, and the one of the panelists said that they asked um, a costumer, "What is like the one thing that you always carry with you?" So what do you think is the one most important thing to carry with you at a convention? Like cosplay related? Doesn't have to be just the most one important. Like obviously not your 
driver's license. I was like, not money or like, like, and the one, um, an item that someone may not think of, uh, if you could only have, if you could only have, uh, let's say, let's say this. All right. I'll rephrase, frame (laughs) the question to make it more easy to answer, easier to answer. Um, so let's say you got however much cash you would normally take, whatever credit card, debit card you would normally take, driver's license. All of that is taken care of. What is the one item that you would, one other item you would want to carry with you? Your phone? Okay. Also your phone. <laughs> She's pointing at her phone, listener. <laughs> your phone is included in that. So okay. phone, your normal wallet, the normal things you would normally okay. carry with you. Phone, wallet, keys. Yeah. All of that. All the necessities. Okay. What is the one thing at a con that you would carry if you could only carry one? I mean, honestly, I would probably say, ooh, uh, across the board, every con, one thing that I always try to have with me is my power bank. Okay. Um, uh, we always also try to have, you know, sewing kits or and safety one pins. One thing. Oh, I'm, it's, I'm explaining my answer. And bobby pins, um, stuff like that, you know, um, glue, whatever cosplay accessories and all of those are essential but sometimes like sometimes we just don't and I feel like when we don't have those I almost always still have my power bank so whether that's the smart answer or not I always have my power bank for my phone or our phones because mine has multiple ports what about you Jesse super glue super glue probably super glue um it just is the most versatile for repair on the go, I think. Uh, little Those little individual super glues, um, I think, are the most versatile for cosplay repair on the go. Again, normally we do have safety pins, a sewing kit, um, other repair options. But if I could only pick one of those, yeah. it would be super glue. I don't generally, like a lot of times I can't take my knife in. Yeah. Or I would say my knife. I have like a decent sized cosplay repair kit that I always mm-hmm. bring to every con. It's got sewing kit, scissors, um, different types, hot glue gun, hot glue, different types of hot glue sticks, um, uh, super glue, just wire cutters, assorted, you know, things. Assorted things. Assorted things. But, um, if I can only grab one thing out of that. She's got all the stuff you need. Yeah, if I can only grab one thing out of that, it would be super glue. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get into our very first fan expo. Yeah, our very first fan expo um, ever. Hopefully not the last. Let's, let's before we get into the con itself, you want to chat about cosplays a little bit? Yeah, we can talk about the two cosplays yeah. we did if you want. So we had press passes for this event so we've known for a while that we were going to be attending um we uh apply for press passes pretty early um and so generally this one had a really early i feel like yeah it had a pretty yeah it did you're right um so we we knew we were going to be attending and um we mentioned we've mentioned 
every episode that we've talked about cosplays in this year, uh, that we have a list this year of cosplays we wanted to work on throughout the year to where to different conventions. We didn't have them specifically necessarily picked out for conventions, but we kind of tried to have an idea of like what would be done when. Um, and so, uh, the first of those cosplays, uh, that we started on for this year, uh, for this con, uh, was Scoops Ahoy. Uh, we both really like Stranger Things. Uh, we both love the Scoops Ahoy stuff. Yeah. Like, is there really something cute. really cute? Yeah, like, even before I watched Stranger Things, uh, like, Scoops Ahoy was some of my favorite cosplays yeah. to see. Like, so. It's fun and cute. They're really recognizable, but you don't have to, you know, it's not a ton of money. Right. Or, yeah, and um, we, we, um, there was one that we wanted to add to our backup cosplay, yeah. um, List. We're looking uh, for more cosplays like that to have in general now that we do so many more conventions and now that for Dragon Con we're doing some bigger, more elaborate costumes. Things we, we like can, to have right. yeah, some, things we can change into if if something falls apart mm-hmm. or if we just get uncomfortable and we're hot. we just want to go we're, visit with our friends or uh, you know and, and the people that yeah. we know and and because there's definitely been like parties that I've gone to a Dragon Con where I'm like oh, I wish I had worn this right big elaborate costume I can't really dance in it I've right. got this weird prop that I can't really right and we we knew that you know we necessarily didn't want to wear these um less elaborate cosplays to uh, some more bigger conventions, but we were like yeah. some of these like smaller, close to home yeah. uh, conventions. Like this is a great place to test this out at. Yeah. Um, so we did Scoops Ahoy. Um, Jess, you want to talk about yours a little bit? Yeah, it was Robin from Scoops Ahoy. I mostly picked Robin because I thought she wore a skirt because I've seen it done with a skirt a lot. Uh, turns out she wore shorts on the show, <laughs> but uh, I did wear a skirt for mine. Uh, that was just a change I made. We've talked about, and we'll talk about more on this episode probably. Um, making changes to a costume to fit, you know, what you're comfortable, what you're comfortable with, or just your aesthetic, or make it more comfortable. So I wore a skirt with it. I dyed the skirt darker to match the shirt and the vest that I bought, which I think worked moderately well. It wasn't a perfect match, but I was happy with it overall. Um, especially since it is supposed to be a fast food uniform, you know, like a, and often, you know, you wouldn't expect those to be like the highest quality. Right. Um, so like it wouldn't be outside the realm of believability for them not Mm -hmm. to match hundred percent. Um, I reused my wig that I've used for a couple other costumes, a, um, kind of dirty blonde wig, uh, I Paige was not shocked to find I didn't think about her necklaces um, until the night before the con, but I had two very, very similar necklaces in my just personal stash of necklaces. Um, so I popped those on, just looked at her makeup and tried to do my makeup similarly. Um, I happen to already have, I wore, she wears kind of like not quite knee socks, just like really tall crew socks, I guess. And I have those, um, they're actually like kilt socks that I bought for the year we did Highland year Mm -hmm. at the Ren Fair. And then, um, I, I, she wears red low top Chuck Taylors. I just so happened to have red low top Chuck Taylors. I bought them on clearance when I was in like high school or early college. So they're probably, I mean, pushing 20 years old. I think that's all I did. No! 
My bag! Oh. The, the thing I did the most work on and was most <laughs> proud of. Um, I made, I wanted, my skirt did not have pockets. I don't like putting pockets in things. I just don't. Um, so I was like, I want to make a little bag. What am I going to do? And then I was like, mm, wouldn't it be cute if I could have like a little ice cream container? So I was going to look for like a pint ice cream container. I looked on Amazon for like ice cream bag. But then I was like, mm, I'm gonna, I want to make one. Like I didn't make that much with the costume. I really just dyed the skirt and that's it. Really? Uh, um... I dyed the skirt and I located the socks. So I um, decided to make a bag. So I modified a crochet pattern that I've used before. I didn't like the vertical stripes. So I made it horizontal stripes. And I made it from a larger cup for a slushy to a smaller cup for like an ice cream cup. I made a blue and white striped cup with like a chocolate ice cream swirl on the top to be little scoops ahoy cup and then I cut out on my Cricut other cutting machines are available uh, I cut out some red HTV heat transfer vinyl and I fucked that up because it's been so long since I've, I've cut heat transfer vinyl that I remembered you had to mirror it but I put the heat transfer vinyl on the wrong side. I forgot. The reason why you mirror it is because you put the vinyl on upside down so that you can iron on the protective side and it doesn't cut all the way through the protective like film. Well, I put it on with the protective film up, facing up, so it only cut the protective film. It didn't actually cut the HDV. So anyway, um, take the five seconds if it's been a while since you've used HDV to remind yourself of what you're supposed to do. Um, and just iron that right on and uh, I did have to I guess design a little bit of I had um, uh, the logo not really design it I just had to edit a pre-existing design to make it work for my bag other than that in uh, I use just Cricut Design Space the software that comes with the Cricut to do all my editing but yeah I was really proud of that bag nobody commented on it but it's fine <laughs> Very cute. I did make sure it was in the freaking pictures. Yep. Um, so I did Steve Harrington, um, because he is my favorite character. Um, and, you know, that's the other half of Scoops Ahoy, so that only really makes sense. Um, <laughs> so I actually, um, I, uh, had a sick kiddo at home, um, after we decided on these cosplays, and so I did some... Uh, quick ordering from our local Walmart and got some broadcloth and made uh, my first uh, set of this costume uh, or first round of this costume out of just broadcloth that I tried to dye darker and it didn't work. Um, it would have worked in a pinch, honestly. Uh, I just kind of made it out of other pattern pieces uh, that I've used for different things. Was, I never saw you in it. It looked fine on the hanger, but I know you said you didn't like the it, way it helped. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was rough because uh, I did have to kind of Frankenstein it together uh, with different pattern pieces. And then, like, uh, the sailor collar, uh, I took a sailor collar that I bought off of Etsy when several Dragon Cons ago before I was sewing. Um, and um, I took that and kind of used it as a pattern and tried to figure out how to attach it. So 
it was all very rough, but, but my main issue with it was, A, the color just wasn't dark enough for me, um, and then B, it, the broadcloth hung really weird, really stiffly on my body, and I just was really unhappy with it, so I went back and forth for a long time on what to do. I honestly thought about ordering one because Jesse's looked really good, and, you know, this was supposed to be a fun one for us, uh, but you yeah. cannot find a straight-up Steve, uh, like, adult-size cosplay. Yeah. So, um, so I was hell-bent on making it. I knew I could. So I found some material that I liked a lot better after I saw Jesse's material and saw I could, could kind of compare colors. Um, and bought some material, took all of the trim off of my old costume, um, because of course I had already completely put it together. Um, and I ordered a, um, child size off of a use a Macari yeah um off of Macari I ordered like a, a child size Steve costume because um I had bought the hat separately uh, when I first made the first go around and I painted ahoy on there um and then but I could not find um the name tag for like less than twelve dollars and I was looking for the the ice cream patch for the side of his arm. Couldn't find that for less, I can't remember. I couldn't find it. Um, and so I ordered this kid's size costume. Um, it came, I stole the name tag and the buttons off of it. That was great. It was $5, like with shipping and everything, it was like $5. So got that, You stole stuff off of it. I ended up finding an ice cream patch because the one on the kid's costume was like a screen print. print. Um, and so I found a patch on Etsy, ordered that. It came really quickly and I put together a new costume. I already also have my, Steve doesn't wear Chuck Taylors. He just wears these bright blue shoes. They're They're like Adidas. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to do that. So I just wore my bright blue Chucks, um, and, uh, wore my normal hair. And I wore a fanny pack. Oh my god, that's a fanny pack. I, um, I forgot to put pockets in my shorts. I was thinking... <laughs> is what happened. I was thinking that shoes are kind of the trickiest part, I feel like, of a lot of cosplays. Because mm-hmm. most people can't make shoes. Like, right. I can't make a shoe right. that, like, would be... I can make, like, a slipper, but, like, a lid... And then, like, put, right. like, a sole on it. And especially if it's, like, shoes that aren't made anymore. Right. And, like, you know... Yeah. And shoes can be very expensive. Right. Shoes can be very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. Gonna, so, like, shoes can be, like, I think of all the things to, that you can modify. Some characters wear no shoes at all. Right. Like, hobbits don't really wear shoes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I was just thinking. Yeah, shoes are, just think about should, shoes. Like, yeah, of all the things I think that either of us is most likely to change about a costume, it's probably going to be the yeah. shoes. Um, one thing I did do that I, I just remembered because it was very last minute, uh, when we were getting ready that morning, um, I had already done my hair and makeup and was like ready to go. Oh, and right. I was like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to do something else. And so I went in and I conferred with Jesse and I was like, what yeah, do you think? I was getting ready and she was like, should I do beat up Steve? And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in this, in that season of Stranger Things, he gets beat up pretty good. And, um, in several scenes, he's, 
you know, banged up all on his face and stuff. Yeah, some stuff on his chin and stuff. And I was like, I know I'm not going to be able to do this exactly because I don't have prosthetics to make my eye all puffy. And I don't have, you know, like, I didn't, I did not come prepared for this. But do you think it'd be cool if I made my eye look freshly bruised and did some, like, grossness on my chin? And she was like, yeah, go for it. You might as well. I told her, I said, you can always, like... You could always do a little bit around your eye, and if you hate the way you look, get rid of it, and then... So, I did that, and I was actually really happy. I have never done a fake bruise before, especially, like, a fresh one, and I really enjoyed... That was fun. It was a fun little thing, and I got complimented on it, and I sent a picture to my mom to show her, like, look at this thing. You can be excited. I did this, and she thought someone had hit me. She was like, what happened? And I was like, mom, it's makeup, and she was like... Oh my gosh, I thought you were hurt. <laughs> From a distance, you looked, it looked pretty realistic. Yeah. If you got right up on it, you could tell that it was eyeshadow, right. but not, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Jesse, what are your final thoughts on that cosplay? People might like Rain SMR. You think people um, like the Rain SMR? Maybe, yeah. Uh, SMR? Uh, Rain SMR. Okay. Um, yeah, it was cute. It was fun. People like were like, oh my gosh, I'm you. Like, yeah. you know recognizable yep. characters uh overall it's very comfortable <laughs> it was very hot this weekend yeah um uh so uh nice comfortable probably wouldn't make really any changes i might decorate my skirt more um if we wear them again mm-hmm. but probably not honestly um i'm gonna put in my insoles in my chucks because <laughs> i'm old i got plantar fasciitis in my left foot <laughs> so um, so, yeah, so then, uh, on our last day of Fan Expo St. Louis, second day, second day of two, um, we had planned, should we say what we planned to do or just say it was a mess? Uh, we planned, I, if we're gonna, we're still planning on doing it for another yeah. convention. So. Uh, we start, so we started on cosplays, um, a second set of cosplays for this convention. We both started it. Yeah. Um, and we both hit major roadblocks, um, and like really big fails, Mm -hmm. but, uh, we're, we're revamping them. We're restart. We both have already kind of restarted planning and, and cutting and all the things. So, um, we're not going to spoil that, but we did have to come up with something kind of last minute because about a week out because we both kind of, uh, it was about a week before, I think about two weeks before. Yeah. It was, it was a bit, a, maybe a little bit over a week when we called it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, our, our costumes kind of fell apart about the same time, about the yeah, same week. Uh, and so um, so we decided, you know what, let's... Yeah, Paige was, I was like, I, pro- I, can, I can get yeah, it ready. Yeah, we both... like, well, if you want to call it, yeah. that's fine. And do it for a later convention, like, that's fine. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, let's put it like I would rather. Yeah, there's no reason not have to rush yeah. it and do something I'm not. So happy instead with. of that, we decided to just do brand new cosplays. Old but new. yeah, but we chose we chose fairly simple ones or ones we we were mm. fairly confident we could get done. Um, so we actually well, that was went, another thing. Like I personally, I was like, I don't really want to spend. 70 80 dollars uh-huh. or something like that on a costume that we decided to do on a whim yeah. a week out so that was another thing that went into it like what can we get done in about a week that is cheap and easy yep yep so uh we kind of went off book for this we 
kind of went off of our, we have a cosplay list of things like we'd like to do in the future. Yeah. And none of those <laughs> fit the profile. Yeah, they're all ones that are going to take, the reason we want to do them in the future is because they're going to take time and planning yeah. to do them the way that we want to do them. And we didn't have that. They're yeah. going to take time and money and planning. Yeah. You know, like one of them that's on there is um, Evie Trinket. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's not something like that hung I can, Hunger Games cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not something that can. No, be both of us need time uh, for those. Oh, we. Yeah. So, um, we ended up settling on um, Ariel and Vanessa from The Little Mermaid. Vanessa is Ursula in her human form. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, autism. <laughs> but, um,. So, and actually, when we first started, I was going to do Ariel, and Jesse was going to do Vanessa, yeah. um, but Jesse was like, man, I don't like what I'm finding, like, yeah, I don't I like... like... I can't make a bodice without a pattern that's going to fit and work well, I, just, like, and I couldn't find one pre-made that yeah. was close enough, yeah. like, I could have made the skirt, and that would have been no big deal, but, like... I was like, I can't just make a bodice from nothing. So we decided to swap because uh, I said I, I'm chill with whatever. I was gonna mm -hmm. make whatever. So, um, so I started on Vanessa. I'll, do you care yeah, if I go? No, okay. Um, so I started on Vanessa. Um, I went to the fabric store and actually so one thing that was really confusing was her colors because in a lot of the screenshots and uh I don't screen think grabs i just think people have bad tvs maybe <laughs> 90s tvs you know get a new tv uh, it, in some of the pictures that we were i was yeah. finding it it looked like a dark blue and a lighter blue um and here's the deal is I went off what the Funko Pop is and it is purple <laughs> so deal with it well and purple we discussed this but first purple, purple makes, makes sense, sense for Ursula. Ursula yeah and when she's wearing the wedding dress later it has accents of purple yep. so like yeah purple really makes more yeah. sense anyway and on my tv I told you I went back and rewatched the movie yeah but uh it looks purple on my tv right. so uh also uh this wasn't in my thought whenever I told Jesse I would do Vanessa instead of Ariel but I love not having to wear wigs. Uh, they hurt my well, brain. originally you were, like, we had a discussion about whether her hair was black or, right. like, like, dark brown. And I was like, girl, I wouldn't wear a wig regardless. <laughs> like, even if it is black, right. I would not, if right. I were you, wear a yeah. wig. I wore a wig both days, and that's my only regret. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I didn't have to wear a wig. But, so I... You um, wore a wig no days, and I wore a wig both days. Yeah. What is this bizarro? <laughs> um, so, I actually... Um, kind of went in blind to this I knew what I I had an idea of what I wanted to do obviously the skirt is just a skirt that I gathered I used a, a skirt pattern that I had from something else and then I added extra panels and gathered it um I took a bodice pattern um it's a front front lacing bodice pattern that I had from a Ren Fair thing that I made for this past year's Ren Fair and um I closed up the front and I changed the neckline and I had to add some in because when it's front lacing there's a gap in the front um, so I had to make it a little bit bigger actually made it way too big and had to completely redo it after I had it together the first time um, and I made the bodice and then I attached the two and threw a zipper in there um, I was actually really really happy with how it turned out especially after the first go-round of it being just way too big on me 
Um, and then um, my husband, we couldn't find, Jesse and I both looked for her yeah. seashell necklace. I li- that was another thing that w- was a reason that I didn't want to do Vanessa was the seashell necklace is pretty iconic. You really can't yeah. do without it. And I couldn't find even like a little kid's one. Yeah. Uh, anywhere that was going to get here in time. I even checked like random, like I checked to see if like any place local, like random local stores would have one. Yeah. And there was just nothing. So, but Paige's husband has a 3D, because I wasn't going to see Paige. Yeah. Or be home. Uh, but Paige's, well, I'll let Paige talk about it. Yeah. So, um, so we have a 3D printer and so I was like, hey, I'm going to look real fast and see if I can just find this on this free, uh, file website thingiverse thingiverse yep so i got on thingiverse um all of those files i think are free on there um and they have so much stuff so i just looked up ursula shell necklace and so my husband printed it it did not take very long and i sanded and primed and painted it and threw a piece of rope on it and away we went and I did my hair and my makeup. I floofed my bangs a little extra today. Did some back combing on them because she has some some floofy bangs. And um, yeah, that was about it. Flats. Uh, yeah. It was comfortable. It was, yeah, great. That's what I did. What about you, Jesse? Uh, so I did Ariel, obviously. Um, at first I was like, yeah, that makes more sense. Like when I didn't think I could get the stuff for Vanessa, I was like, yeah, I'd rather do Ariel. Um, you were going to do her blue dress with the black. I was going to do her blue dress, which is like really the main dress she wears, Mm -hmm. um, while she is a human. Um, and I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense since I don't have a voice. I've got chronic laryngitis now, apparently. Um, like that's kind of like a funny little ha ha, you know? And I started piecing it together, and I, like, looking at what pieces I would need to buy, what I need to make, and it was going to end up being, like, $60 to do it, even if I made things. Like, if I made the skirt and I made the bodice, it was still going to be $60 for wig and everything and I was like eh, I don't know and that would be like me making stuff that I straight up didn't want to make um and didn't feel like I probably could make well enough like again I can make a simple skirt with no pattern that's no big deal but like to make like a fitted bodice in a week when I again cannot get patterns to fit me that's unlikely to happen <laughs> and uh it has like a shirt with like gathered sleeves underneath it again I just, without a pattern, I cannot, I don't, it wouldn't look the way I, you know, and I didn't, I could only find, like, literally, the only shirt I could find that was, like, the similar color was, like, a dry fit. And I was like, I don't know about wearing this dry fit under there. Anyway, um, so I was like, I don't know, I, like, I almost noped out of it. I was, like, late at night, and I was texting Paige, I was laying in bed, and I was texting Paige, and I was like... I don't know. I'm just a little bit worried that this is going to be a lot more expensive. Like, I have no problem dropping, like, $60 on a costume. But I don't know if I want to drop $60 on, like, a random one that was a replacement one. I just don't know. Like, give me, like, give me till tomorrow morning. And then, all of a sudden, I was like, wait a damn minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) She has, like, a hot mess dress. 
when she first comes That's out what we the, like to call it, Jessie yeah, dress. Yeah. So I was like, that would be, um, she has a dress, you know, that she wraps herself in a sail and makes it into a little dress. And I'd seen other people do it, yeah. which is what gave me the idea, um, uh, to do it. Uh, and I was like, that I could do a lot more easily. She has like a sail, like a sail that she wraps around herself, uses rope as a belt, bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. Don't, she's barefoot, so she didn't, didn't even need shoes. I did wear Birkenstocks. Um, if they want to sponsor us, please do. Birkenstocks, Birkenstocks, Birkenstocks. Maybe if I say their name three times, it's like, like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so I made, I bought a very, very cheap sheet set. Um, $5 sheet, twin size sheet set with fitted sheet, flat sheet, and one pillowcase. I think the color was um, just about perfect. It was just really perfect. I really thought you were going to have to tea stain it, but it, I really No, think it that's why. Yeah, and it would not have tea stained anyway, no. I don't think, because it was made out of the weirdest, cheapest um, material, which is good for a sale. I would not no. recommend these sheets to sleep on. No, no but it, um, it didn't look like sheets. No, it so. didn't look like sheets because it wasn't like normal sheet material. Like, right. it wasn't cotton. It was like maybe sheets for kids that went the bed or something. Yeah, I don't know. There was weird material. You had PP sheets Like, on. thick. I had PP sheets. Well, there wasn't PP on them. <laughs> they were anti-PP sheets, really, if anything. Um, but, so I took the... I was going to make... Oh, my uh, boyfriend was very worried that I was going to expose myself if I just wrapped myself in a sheet. Um, and I was going to, you know, flash someone with my nethers. So, so someone had a great idea. So I was like, I'm going to make something to go... And Paige, Paige said, well, could you make uh, like an underdress to go under it? And I was like, yeah, probably. So I was going to take one of the... Some of the extra fabric, one of the sheets and make like a tube dress underneath well then I got to thinking one of these sheets is a fitted sheet it's already got elastic in it so I just sewed the two sides together and then I folded them over again and sewed them up the side and used the top elastic as the elastic of my tube dress um I did have to cut it down a little bit to make it small enough on the top um you know, so that it wasn't like the entire sheet width around, or just half the sheet width, or, um, but not, you know, that was pretty easy, and it didn't really matter, uh, how jank my seams, like, they're easy straight seams, uh, they would have been fine to wear, like, as an actual garment, but, uh, it didn't matter, um, I sewed it, well, the reason why I mentioned this is I sewed it, backwards originally and I was going to leave it that way because it's an underdress anyway but then I was like no I guess it won't bother me so I did go in and fix it to be the right way uh, and then I just took and I cut a big chunk out of the bottom of the top sheet I cut any actual seams that were nice clean seams off and ripped it I just cut it a little bit and then ripped it the rest of the way to get it to fray um, I cut some big tatters in the bottom and along the sides and then I bought some rope and cut a belt out. Oh, I made, I used the pillowcase to make like a tote bag and some of the leftover rope. Uh, and I print out again on the Cricut, a Sebastian the Crab, uh, slapped him on there with HTV vinyl. I actually cut it. I had the idea when I was cutting my logo for Scoops Ahoy, I was like, ironed him on 
and just, you know, made a simple tote bag. Um, so I did sewing for this one. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I was happy with it overall. Yeah. Uh, it was another, like... Super comfortable. Comfy. Like, so comfortable. We both had them done in, like, two days, I feel like, yeah, really. mine was done in a day, yeah. really, realistically. Um, co- comfortable to wear. It was nice for a hot weather con. Um, it Yeah, very, very comfortable. Also, added Bonafit. Bonafit? Bonafit? Boba Fett? Added Boba Fett. <laughs> 25% more... Boba. Boba Fett than original strength. Added benefit uh, was that I got a little bit of Mexican food on my dress today at lunch. But since it's like such a... I just pulled it up more. Yeah. And tucked it like, into the top. It. Just tuck that sucker And in. it worked so well. Yeah. So, um, uh, really, really um, was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, I ordered a wig. Uh, I had like rewards points. So, I got it for free as well and I think it's going to be a good investment because uh, I'm going to plan it yeah I think I'm going to try to wear it to Dragon Con for one of my costumes for Dragon Con so I was pretty happy with it overall yeah Yeah. Um, so we're done with cosplays those are the cosplays we wore Um, let's hop into the con itself Uh, we mentioned this is why did you say that like they were asking for more we're done with that. What, We're moving on. What if they wanted more? Well, too bad. They got to they gotta email us. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast. All right. So, um, the con itself, uh, we mentioned, uh, it's been a while since we've been to this convention center to, um, it was at the same convention center. It was set up at least somewhat similarly mm-hmm. to Wizard World. Uh, now that Fan Expo has bought it over, uh, bought it over, bought it over, bought it, um, so, um, we, we knew, we knew what to expect yeah, with a lot of that. Oh, we did mention we got press passes for it. I was the same press director, mm-hmm. um, for wizard world. So he has been stayed on and, uh, he was pretty great. The I real MVP. He, um, uh, really good with communications yep. with us. If we had questions yep. before the con, um, we got to meet him uh, bad to pick up and page about lost <laughs> well we've been communicating yeah. with them and it was just like uh, like you said it, it like he was just so helpful like with our questions and stuff yeah he was just very um, yeah helpful. very helpful with our yeah. uh, thanks like, Jerry yeah, we, <laughs> yeah shout out to Jerry um, um, yeah so um, we we had expectations, I think, going into this, and I also curi- we were curious yeah, to like, see how I it was, was different. You know, yeah, it was more to see like how much has changed mm-hmm. now that they are a fan expo. How much is um, the same? How much yeah. is so? We'll jump into that a little bit. I think the thing, one of the things we both um, noticed the most was that their vendor hall, and this might not be necessarily on fan expo, like a difference between yeah, fan it's expo hard, and it's wizard be hall. Hard to tell. Like, we'll mention things are different, but it's going to be hard to tell if they were different because it's a fan expo now and not a wizard world, or if they were different because it's been so long. Things since, are different since COVID. Right, yeah. yeah like, so, their vendor hall and, like, artist alley was significantly smaller. Yeah, I um, seen much smaller. Like we've mentioned, we've been to several cons in that exact convention center, and um, it... 
it just the size of it was a lot smaller there was a lot less uh, vendors and i would say a smaller crowd too of yo, people yeah i would definitely um i haven't seen crowd. numbers for how many people were there but it seemed a lot smaller um i thought it was well organized yeah um all of the volunteers were very yeah great knowledgeable knowledgeable yeah. helpful um we um we went to several panels um that was all pretty similar to how wizard world is yeah. laid out um same panel rooms really yep yep you want to talk about our panels we went to yeah so we went we didn't go to any celebrity panels this time again we don't generally anymore um uh, but we went to a ton of and I would say, legitimately, no joke, overall, best panels, I think, as a whole, they, that yes. we've been to. Yes, we went to, to, we went to cosplay convention. panels, mostly. Well, um, that's all we went to at this yeah. one. Um, and a lot of cosplay there panels. There was a lot, and they were, a lot of them were top, yeah. top notch. Yeah, really good, like. And that has something to do, I think, with the people putting them on. Yeah. Um, but. I, it, yeah. But the fact that fan expo now reached out to them and was like hey will you do this panel mm -hmm. you know would you be willing to do a panel yep. at this time i don't know we should have asked but i literally didn't think of it until now um we should have asked if they got to pick the topics or mm -hmm. if the fan yeah. expo did i'm just curious but they were excellent yep. um uh the first cosplay panel we went to uh first thing on Really, the first thing we did besides walk around a little bit on Saturday was intro to special effects makeup. Um, that was really cool. They, she did a live demo. It was Baroness Von T cosplay. Mm -hmm. We got to talk to a couple times. Yeah. And she did... She um, was very, like, up close and personal. Yeah. Like, she didn't sit behind the table. She was like, I want to be out here. Uh, so, like, I don't want to, like, talk at you guys. I want you to, like, look and see what I'm doing. And one thing I thought was really cool is there was a person sitting behind us that had a latex allergy. So, she showed some alternatives to some of the things she did with the latex. She showed latex-free alternatives for that same yep. type of effect. So Yeah. And she, she asked me. That was uh, the day that I was Steve. And so, I had the fake bruise, makeup bruise on me. And she asked, you know, what I used. And then she went in and showed how she would do it. Um, with what she works with and so and she did so many different like wounds and scars on yeah. her well, and then she had that bruise wheel uh -huh. like a makeup like to do yeah so it was um, yeah she talked a lot she talked about products she talked about like application like tips and tricks um i learned some stuff about prosade oh uh, that God. i'm really excited about i about died whenever she mentioned if you haven't listened to her this past year dragon con episode and her page's tale of opening the prosade <laughs> in the hotel room not trying it out all and the the feeling of horror that went through me yeah. when i heard the crinkling of the packaging coming off of the prosade because i was under the impression i i was just certain that she had tried it <laughs> before i had tested it so um i did it yeah. but she <laughs> she uh she but she uh, gave me some knowledge I did yeah. not previously have about Prosade. Yeah. She talked about um, a lot of other products too um, and I just thought some of her uh, like I said her application skills and, and just tips that there she has of, had were yeah, really good. Some and, of the wounds she did I was legit yeah. grossed out by. And like, we just really liked her personality yeah. too. Mm -hmm. She was really cool um, and just easy to talk to and, and didn't sit up you know as cosplayers that also know how much work goes into stuff we sit at panels with fellow cosplayers yeah. and 
we, we don't want them to, you know, like sit up there and act like they're better than everybody else. Yeah, which, no, no. No, and no, none of them did. They were all amazing. Um, all the ones we mentioned, we just, you know, well, we didn't, no, we didn't meet some of the other ones. We didn't go to some of their panels. So, uh, yeah. So the second, um, panel we went to was advanced foam smithing details, aging and textures. Um, and that was with Perler tricks cosplay. We actually have seen him before at at least Maybe one con, possibly yeah. two. Yeah. Um, he's been in some cosplay contests that we've watched. Because we, when we walked in, well, we, we saw, recognized yeah, him yeah, we at, saw his table, him at his table. Yeah. Um, so he has this really cool, um, woody uh from toy story slash borderlines yeah, so like cosplay makeup and cell shading painting yeah like borderlands and style. and we had seen that at at a cosplay contest and we both really liked it so when we saw him we were like oh my gosh you remember him like yeah. and um so he was in he was uh leading this panel and he kind of did the same thing he's like i'm not gonna sit up there behind that like i'm gonna come down here and talk to you guys and he had so many good tips and tricks yeah. for foam. Uh, he is an art teacher. Yeah, he's a high school art teacher. Yeah. And he, so he was like, you know, this is my background. He just, we really liked it. Yeah. When he gave, one of the things he mentioned, which I didn't ask about because no. it wasn't specifically meant like with foam, but he mentioned this stuff that you can mix in with paint to make it fabric paint. Mm-hmm. Um, makes it so that it doesn't like make stuff super stiff it makes yeah, it more and that was the issue that I had the costume I was supposed to wear is I painted it and I was like if it's a little bit crispy it's fine but what had happened was it got so stiff that the fibers weren't stretchy anymore yep. and it did not fit right anymore um and so, so and neither I of us knew this product existed no, and we I both know. audibly gasped and he even showed us where he used it on his costume and how it like uh, it and then, tur- it becomes the fabric. Uh, like and Paige um, posted on uh, Instagram how much we liked the panel, and he messaged me like, "Thank you so much." Mm-hmm. And she, I said, "Tell him how much that tip, you know, really helped." And he sent a picture of, of exactly what it was. What it is. And yeah. I was like, "That is so yeah." So like that was just it was a great, great, great. Yeah, great, it was great a great panel. panel. Like if we learn something, because we we know a lot of yeah, cosplay like, stuff. Oh, whenever, like whenever, we don't know everything. Whenever he mentioned it, Paige and I looked at each other and we we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. What? And I was like, "Write that down." <laughs> and he was like, "Did you guys learn something?" And we're like, "Yes." Yeah. Yes, Liter- sure literally, almost every panel we went to that was like informational yeah. about like a. a technique or you know a skill we learn something at which is like I said kind of rare because we do know and I feel yeah. like a lot of times it can be more general information but these yeah. panels really went into depth on stuff that we were well, like and was very tailored which was it, they were some smaller panels you know there were maybe mm-hmm. 10 15 people total yeah um in most of them so like very tailored to the interest of the people and the level yeah. of the people in there um some things that we have done before, but like maybe different ways to do them. And he even mentioned, yeah, that. he me- and he mentioned um, like sewing through foam, yeah. which I didn't know you could sew through different kinds of foam. And and he kind of talked about that. It was just once again a really uh-huh. great, great panel. panel. Um, so uh, the next our uh, our last thing that we did on Saturday was the cosplay contest. Um, we got there a little bit early and kind of hung out and got to talk. Jesse, um, went up and talked to the judges. Oh yeah. Well, so good. We get, we got there early just to kind of sit 
um, and, you know, relax and make sure that we were in there for plenty of, um, for good to, seats. to get decent seats and make sure we didn't miss it or anything. Cause again, the costume contest is always the most important to us to get to see all the costumes. And in past cons or past cons at that center, the costume contest is packed. Oh yeah. And it definitely has been. Yeah. So, uh, we wanted to get there plenty early. Um, uh, and we had seen, like, some people behind us asked us about prejudging. So we were like, oh, maybe we'll get to see the prejudging because we saw the judges <laughs> up on the stage. And then we, Paige, we tried over here one of the organizers explaining to the judges the criteria, but we didn't catch all of it. So I jokingly told her because of our last con where she just said, I'm going to start going up there and getting the papers. Yeah. I was like, go, go find out, go look. And I, so, well, so I, but I couldn't just look because the stage was too high and my short little legs <laughs> myself, I couldn't launch myself. So I was like, well, I'm just going to ask the judges. So I did, I went up and I just wait, like tried to kind of make awkward eye contact until one of them saw me. And I said, Hey, I've got kind of a weird question. We've got a cosplay contest. We always are curious. She means podcast. Yeah, we've got a cosplay. I might have told them contest. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) Um, Guys, and you know, we we do a podcast. We want to cover the costume contest. Would you guys be willing? Could you tell me? Do you have like? Do you know if they're going to announce what the criteria are for the judging? Like, you know, what percentage is craftsmanship and what percentage is showmanship on the Mm -hmm. stage and blah. And she was like, I don't know if they're going to announce, but I'll tell you. And I was like, that'd be great. And so they said. It was just um, general uh, what there, the judges there liked. There wasn't percentiles. There was no there specific. They give us completely their opinion. So there was nothing specific. Um, you know, it wasn't like 80% craftsmanship and 20% showmanship or anything like that. It was just their personal opinion of what the, um, you know, what deserved to win. And, and there was the best villain, best hero and best duo or group yeah best duo or group and then they ended up also giving out um judges choices for each Mm, of the four kind of like an honorable mention so that was very helpful we and we told you know we always like going in knowing um we also made some friends that sat in front of us uh we're gonna plug their convention now they told us about a new convention in st louis it's the weekend. She's actually running it. It's uh, called Kokorocon. Kokorocon, and it's going to be August 26th to the 28th. It's um, in... At the Westport Chalet. Yep, at the Westport Chalet, Chalet, Chalet. Uh, in St. Louis. Um, and it's, it's an anime con, um, and this is their first year, but... Our uh, very first year, brand new con. It um, sounds like a lot of fun, and... And we really enjoyed them. It was yep. great talking to them. Yep. Right. So, um, so yeah. So then we watched the cosplay contest. We both agreed uh, that it seemed very small this year. I think that was probably due to attendance, lower attendance. Also, Wizard World before the pandemic, I would say, had one of the longest yes costume contests yes around. Um, Yes, which we are glad that it was not that long. Um, But uh, and I wish they would have given the judges mics so that when. Uh, when they were asking the yes. cosplayers content or cosplayers questions, uh, we could hear them. They tried to get a mic over to them, yeah. but we missed it part we of the time. Um, but that's one of my favorite things about Wizard World's cosplay contest is like that the judges could ask questions and you could hear right. what they were what they were evaluating. Um, but we both 
thought that the people who won deserved to win. Yeah, you know, I mean, again, yeah, it's not like I ever think it takes a no, lot of guys right, to get up there, and right. they're all good costumes. Yep. But um, we generally have different opinions, though. So. Yeah, well, like, but again, it's hard to judge, yes. like, because you're always like something that you is your personal aesthetic right. and you think is beautiful, right. or a character that you really love. It's hard to be completely objective, yes. which I'm sure, again, I mentioned before, but I'm sure it's yep. is for the judges as well. Yep. Um, yep. So the cosplay contest was great, and um, we got some... I thought it was... In, the main thing I thought was interesting is there was no best in show. And the we thought that the prizes were a little skimpy. Well, they were smaller, just smaller than they were in previous. Yes. It was, it was a world. But again, it's hard to tell yeah. now that they're Fan Expo. Right. I don't know what's going on yeah. there. But, oh, something that our new friends did mention to us as well that I wanted to mention on the podcast is they said that even though St. Louis and Chicago, which were formerly Wizard Worlds, are now fan expos, they're not qualifying costume contests for their for the, bigger for the big fan expo, uh, like fan expo, all con right. costume contest. Uh, they said maybe in, pre- in future years, but, you know, I don't think that's official information. They just aren't qualifying competitions. Mm-hmm. So... Other fan expos, if you win, you get to go on mm-hmm. to compete again. And St. Louis is not one of those you don't do yeah. that. It's just you win whatever. And we don't so know why. Maybe that's why they have a... I guess, yeah. I'm guessing that it's still, like, Wizard World stuff in place, at least somewhat. Yeah. Like, maybe it's transitioning period. Yeah. Maybe it will eventually... Or maybe Fan Expo just doesn't have, now that they have so many more cons, yeah. maybe they just don't have really the infrastructure yet to, or, you know, a, a protocol yet for adding so many more. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many Wizard Worlds do you think there were? Five or six? Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, at least two. I guess it doesn't matter. But, yeah, that was just something interesting that I would have mentioned about the costume. Um, so then on Sunday, we hit up two different cosplay panels. Um, the first one was done by Perler Tricks Cosplay and, um, another cosplay, uh, guest that they had, uh, that we had not got to meet yet. Um, and her name is, or her, her, uh, handle on social media is who is Jalea. Um, and we really liked her too. We had already, you know, obviously met. Uh, Perler Tricks. I talked to her at the, um, she was one of yes. the judges I talked to and I yeah. went up and was like, I am going to start doing that though legitimately if I can, if there's a moment that we get there early and we, especially if we got press badges that I can flash. Yeah. Um, we flash those suckers every chance we got. <laughs> can we go in this door? Thanks. Uh, um, yeah, but, uh, I think it's a good idea. Aim, you know, just to say, Hey, just in case we can't, you know, they don't announce Here, it. Right. Like, yeah. Like, what? Um, tell us the criteria. So, sometimes you only know if you're competing or right. judging. So, the panel, the first panel this morning, or the first panel on Sunday was Cosplay Your Way, Mashups, Genderbin, and OCs. And we were really excited about this one because you guys know that we love all of those things. Um, and it was a great panel. It was a great panel. Uh, it, it, was, it was informative for people that didn't know the difference. Yeah, there were some differences. A lot of the stuff was stuff that we've talked about before on the podcast, but it was still entertaining um, to get some kind of other takes on it, mm-hmm. some kind of other ways that you might be able to do a mashup. They shared pictures of people uh, we know, our friends. I lost my mind. I was like, Cynthia or Ethel Artistry. Uh, yeah. They popped a picture up of uh, her Mysterio and Jesse about lost her mind because you know she's I like, love that cape. 
Look at that cape. I know that cape. If <laughs> I, mean, I know costume, but like I, I know that cape anywhere. Yeah, but I was so excited. Uh, yeah. So. Um. Yep. And some other people. Uh. But it was just. It was good. It was a good. Um. Panel. I think because we agreed with a lot of what they said, yeah. like we were like, yeah, like we're, we are here for this panel. But also, like I said, like they had great photo references. He did a slideshow and yeah. I think that was helpful for uh, people to see things and, and see I, ways you could take, uh, take one thing and turn it into another. And, and it was just, it was a yeah, good panel. One thing that I thought was interesting is he went into, I guess he originally thought he was going to be doing it by himself. Perler Tricks did. Uh, and then Jalea was added later. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but he put in his PowerPoint the difference between um, gender a gender bent and a crossplay, mm-hmm. which I feel like we normally use the term gender bend, mm-hmm. but I have at least heard them used kind of yeah. interchangeably. So a gender bend is when you make the character an opposite gender. So basically what we do, mm-hmm. you do a female Captain America or mm-hmm. a, um, a crossplay is when you actually attempt to, your you become the gender of the character. Yeah, so basically. like us putting on facial hair yeah. or, you know. Like when we did Yule Lads. That's yes. basically the only time <laughs> we've ever crossplayed. Right. Um, uh, so I just thought that was interesting because I never really thought about that before. About the distinction between the two, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, and another thing that I really liked about that one, again, like Paige said, a lot of it was stuff we already knew or like stuff we've already talked about on the podcast, but it was nice to just kind of be like, oh, hey, it's cool like that other cosplayers more. think this too. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that they talked about some of the costumes that they've done that are mashups not being readable. Right. Um, you know, to everyone. And like that's and they were just basically like, yeah, that's kind of something you have to weigh. And I was like, okay, great. Like that makes me feel Yeah, because that's how we that's how we look at it too. Yeah. Like how much do we care if these don't, mm-hmm. you know, get recognized? And it's something we've talked about yeah. together and on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And they had the exact same thoughts we did. And it's always reassuring, I guess, when cosplayers that you think are great think the same way as you uh-huh. or or you know. Yeah, we're just like knowing that it happens to other cosplayers. Right, period. right, right. Like they, you know, the um, uh, what was it? The Perler tricks. He mentioned a costume that he had that like, um, people were well, people. He was talking Effie about Trinket. his Effie Trinket. Yeah, they were like butterfly man, <laughs> but because he, he did a gender bent Effie Trinket, mm-hmm. and he was like, people were always like butterfly man, but like when somebody gets it, like that makes it mean even more. Yep. And like it's the exact same way with some. Like I was like, oh, like I legit get that like for someone who doesn't relate to people very often yeah I thought it was cool yeah. to you know like relate to that for and be sure like, oh yeah that's like of course uh-huh. you know like that's good that like you know beauty like the beauty of the costume still yeah you know doesn't necessarily like it yeah. doesn't make it a lesser yeah it was a great um, panel it was yeah, really great was fun, 10 out of 10. that was the one today that we especially after having seen him on Saturday, that was the one that we, we were really, really excited like. about. Yeah, we want to see it. And then the last panel of Fan Expo St. Louis that we went to, it was actually the last thing we did, period, before mm-hmm. we headed home, um, was called Am I Doing This Right? Cosplay for Everyone. And it was with uh, Baroness Von T and uh, Jalea, who is Jalea. Um, and 
it was more just like a question. They just kind of talked about yeah. their cosplay journeys. Like they asked each other questions. They really talked to us in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, asked us questions. Um, and it was just, it was just fun. Like it was just kind of like a little chat hangout and it was just a lot of fun. And, um, I felt like we got to know their personalities a little bit. And, and again, like I really liked that they talked about, like they were very big proponents of like, nobody's going to say shit to you if you are not the exact body type of right. the character. And talked and about, like, like, your insecurities with right. cosplay and how, like, uh, you know, like, say it out loud. Okay, how and stupid does that sound? Yeah. Yeah, and that's so, like... like do cosplay because you're mm-hmm. having fun? Like, who cares about all this other stuff? Well, like, and, like, they, and they talked about, like, changes they make to make the character work for them. Yep. Or, like, um, you know, like, ways that they can do... Which, again, it was just, like... Professional cosplay. Well, like Jalea said something that I was like, oh, that's Jesse. She was like, I don't uh, wear pants. Yeah. She's like, I don't like to wear pants. She's like, I, so I modify things to yeah, what I like. To be and, more fa- yeah. You know, that is very us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I really, and again, because just to hear like people who are cosplay guests, like more well, professional no. <laughs> cosplayers, yeah, like that they're doing the same things we are. Like, because oftentimes I'm like, well, we aren't real cosplayers. Like, you know what I mean? Or, like, you know, we are, but, you know, like, I guess sometimes I'm just like, well, you know, who are we to be yeah. having a podcast about cosplay uh-huh. when, like, again, when we have someone on, like, Athel or yeah. Sheila or anyone that we've had yeah. on, like, I know I've said it before that all our friends are famous on us, but, I, like, you know, I also feel like they're more talented than us, yeah. but then being like, oh, okay, you know, they are... Like, they are doing the same things that we are doing, and that doesn't make you're less, like, doesn't mean you're a lesser cosplayer if you're doing a mashup or a gender bin. Right. Or making the character your own in whatever yeah. way. Like, you can still, yeah. or even, like, um, one of them had said that, you know, there's nothing wrong with, like, you, you can't do everything. Yeah. And he so. said that a lot of cosplayers had said this, and, like, I've said this, I know, like, well, I really want to get into making this, or I really want to get into leather work, or this. You cannot do it all. Yeah. Like, you cannot be good at everything. Like, you can't be good. Like, because I, sometimes I'm like, I hate that I'm a cosplayer who doesn't like to sew. <laughs> like, you know, like, I feel like kind of like imposter syndrome. But he's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with, like, doing what you can and then buying or trading or whatever. Mm-hmm the stuff that you can't like um you know because you're supposed to be having fun right and that that was another thing I think it was during the earlier panel this uh Sunday morning but they said you know like um who gets to say what a cosplayer is and Jesse brought up that you know we know people that only refer to themselves as costumers uh, because they don't role play when they do it and you know that's part of the word cosplay. And Jalea, um, actually both of the cosplay judges, Perla yeah. Tricks and Jalea were both like, uh, well, well we are, yeah. yeah. And they were like, we don't like, you know, maybe if we're in a contest, but like, that's about it. Yeah. Like we don't act. Uh-huh. We just, you know, so, and we had this conversation. Most of the cosplayers, I like, again, I think it's a little bit like, you know, if it's like a little kid, Oh yeah. Maybe I'll get into it like a little bit more. Yeah. But most of the time, if people, like, talk to me as if I'm that character, I just freeze. Right. So, yeah, all of the panels we went to, um, great. 
Yeah. We, and like I said, just hearing some of the stuff that we had said on the podcast out of the mouths of like professional cosplayers. Right. It was nice to have that validation yeah. that we're not just giving people terrible shit advice. Right. Yeah, it was great. We really, like I said, we really, I, we followed a bunch of people this weekend. We handed out business cards. We made some connections and we really just enjoyed every cosplay panel we went to. Um, overall, uh, it was a successful con. We had yeah. a lot of fun. It was not huge, but it was mm-hmm. very like like we said, like we programming saw a lot was of great. Great cosplays. Yep. Great cosplays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say Fan Expo was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good well definitely like, you know, there was you know I would say more pros than cons. Yeah, for sure. Um, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I think I've made that joke before. That Sorry, works. I'm turning into your dad. Um I mean, I don't know your dad, listener. Maybe I'm not turning into your dad. Maybe your dad's cooler than me. He probably is. Anyway, uh, um, uh, yeah, like we always try to give a fair, balanced yeah. uh, uh, review of the con. And I, like, there were positive changes I had seen uh-huh. from when it used to be Wizard World. I would say. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see in the coming years. You know, like I said, it's 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 hard to tell the people that weren't there whether that was um Yeah. The the size of things, the size of uh vendors. COVID and, yep. or just bad timing. Yep. Maybe there was other events going on. So yeah, that's the episode. Um we hope that you guys listen. We hope that these con episodes oh, you listen. Well if they're listening shit. God damn it. We hope that you listen. We hope you didn't just ignore us for the past 40 uh, minutes. We hope you enjoyed listening. Um, <laughs> um, we hope that these episodes, these con episodes, um, you know, obviously we get to talk about our cosplays a little bit, but uh, help you decide maybe if you want to go to a con, if you've yeah. never been to one, kind of have an idea of what it looks like, what yeah. you can or expect. Or which one is right for you because different cons do have a very different Absolutely. vibe. Uh, like we've talked about, yep. like... We love some cons, and some uh, we're like, nope, not again. It, well, yeah, or like just, they're just not for us. Right, that right, right, for con. us, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, it just kind of depends on what you want to do right. at the con. Like, if you really love vendors and you mostly go to a con to shop, I would say C2 maybe E2. this one would, yeah, C2E2 has <laughs> a ton of vendors, or like Drag artists, yeah. or drag, you know, and, uh, or if you... You know, really. If you want to go to cosplay panels, guess what? Yeah. This was a great one for him. Um, And yeah, so yeah, like again, I would say of like cosplay panels we've gone to, these were some of the best. This, I would say, best. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you want to follow along with us on social media, we'll be posting pictures. Um, There will be a TikTok highlight uh, reel I'm going to put out of uh, some pictures and videos that we took bloopers mostly. bloopers um Paige doesn't like asking people to take a picture of us and we forgot the tripod so somebody somebody cone. remind me next time to bring a tripod hazard cone man that hazard cone hazard cone the preferred tripod of cosplayers cos- like if so what if the hazard cone company sends us you remember <laughs> i i'm noted the hazard cone company imperial i think listen if you're a hazard cone company Please send us a free hazard cone yeah. to use as a tripod. If you have like a collapsible travel hazard cone, <laughs> that's please we will we will use anything. We will give you as all a of the promotional tripod. consideration. Yeah, um, just send us one single collapsible. That's correct. Um, 
hazard cone that I can keep in my car. Yeah. Uh, so you can, you know, reach out to us if you're a hazard cone company or, you know, if you're anybody, um, and follow along all those things. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We are on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails, and we are on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. Or, uh, you know, if you want to send stuff to Jesse instead of me, um, or you just want to go to her sketchy stuff, that's cool too. Uh, she's going to tell you what you can send and where. Uh, yeah, you can come out and check out... <laughs> You don't have to come out. You can stay in your house. <laughs> it's all on the internet. Yeah, so you that's can how just, it works. You don't even have to put on pants. No. Nope. You can be completely nude. I'd actually prefer <laughs> if you're completely Please. nude. Now you're soliciting the uh, listeners. Well, you were threatening them earlier, but that got cut out because mm. we had an oopsie. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to send me um, answers to questions we've asked on the podcast, one I did want to ask is if you... Um, I forgot to mention this during the regular recording, but, uh, what we didn't have to do this cause we were press, but regular attendees at, um, this fan expo in St. Louis had to, um, scan their badges going into the con and exiting. The con. And we want to know why when yeah, they exited the exiting, the only thing that uh, I could think would be like crowd control or maybe mm-hmm. to see how many people were actually coming, where the traffic's going, um, to help them plan for future mm-hmm. um, events. So if you know better than us and that's not proprietary information, let um, us know. Send it our way. What else? Um, corrections. Yep. If we said something factually inaccurate. Never. Or, no, never. I mean, we rarely say facts. We don't. This isn't a facts-based podcast. I mean, it's not like what fact. Like what facts are they going to dispute? They're going to be like, well, you said that you crocheted your Robin, but really... That bag. I just don't know what they would. Oh. You don't dispute things. Don't, don't unless dispute they us. are wrong, in which case, please do. Um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, interesting plants and mushrooms, weird fish picks. I bought a weird fish sticker at the vendors. Yeah, you did. Forgot to mention that. Rainbow whale shark. Um, uh, um, uh, questions for I'm gonna ask you a question. Answers to. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. If you uh, forgot what it was this time, it's like it was what one essential besides, you know, your wallet, keys, phone, etc. Um, do you always bring, mm-hmm. uh, if you could only bring one, what would you bring to uh, the con with you? Yeah. Uh, Paige said her power bank. I said super glue. What would you bring, listener? Um, Where can they send that to? You can send it to, also, if you know how to get the blue check mark. I don't have, I'm warning you now before I give you my handles that it looks a little sketchy be, on by purpose, by purpose, on purpose, by purpose. um, it, on like, uh, but that is me. That is not some, uh, buddy that's stolen our, she's just trying to clout. be punk rock about it. I'm always punk rock about everything. That's true. And insert cool guitar here. <laughs> that's was not cool. Nor was it guitar. <laughs> that was nonsense. Um, Anyway, uh, you know how to get the blue check mark. You can't have it. I can have it. That's not how it works. Send it. Yes, you. There's some way to get a blue check I mean, mark. Yeah, but yeah. Here, um, um, tell them where. Uh, our email is cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com. And that's gmail.com. If that one's a little long for you, uh, we also have. Or if you're punk rock. Uh, or if you're punk rock, we also have um, uh, cosplaypod at gmail.com. Yep. 
and I am on all the socials, and by all the socials, I mean Instagram and TikTok. Yep. Um, at Cosplay Pod, That's I am right. trying to use those more. Um, so uh, go and check them out to find the finest quality uh, Insta media, Insta media, Insta media yep. posts. Yep. Uh, if you want someone confusedly posting like your aging parents. But you make found it, the right make girl. it cosplay. Then please check out Cosplay Pod <laughs> on uh, Instagram or uh, take it down. Really anything. We pretty well have that uh, anywhere. <laughs> Don't write it on a pigeon. We won't get it if you do that. You know those pigeons. Oh my god. Okay. I was gonna ask if we were done, but I don't think it's necessary. No, you know what I mean? They used to send mail on a pigeon. I understand. A carrier don't, pigeon. Don't write it yeah. on a pigeon. Yeah. We won't get maybe we will get that. If send a pigeon to my house that says how I get a blue check mark. That's how you get um, the blue check mark. The Instagram pigeon visits you. It's like the Easter bunny, but the Instagram pigeon cuts. It taps on your window. And then you you say pigeon? Do you have a message for me? And then you unfurl it, and it's a little blue check mark. We got it. We got it. We got to really put a final stop to this. Um, are we done? I guess I just feel like I have more lore I'd like to expand upon about uh, the Instagram pigeon. Um, are we done? Yeah, we are done now that I've said my final piece. We're almost in my house anyway. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Hey, all you cool cats. Does that sound like Carol Baskin? <laughs> if she was a heavy smoker. Hey, all you cosplay cats. I have a throat problem. Hey, all you cosplay hey, cats and kittens. Hey, all you cosplay cats and kittens. That just sounds like me. <laughs> You're going to cut this part out, but if I didn't say shit like that, none of our episodes would have names. That's true. So, um... just... Just take the gift I've given you <laughs> of the Instagram pigeon. 